You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like to keep your microphone all the way down because you have nothing to offer. Wow. That's very hurtful. <laughs> that's very mean. All right. We're recording. All right. Let's go. What, what's, are you, what are we talking about? I don't know. Um, how old is Greta Thunberg? 27. All right. We can talk about her BBL then. <laughs> she needs one? No. She got one. Oh, she got one. She got one. And the media is not reporting on it. It's weird as hell. They don't celebrate true victories. <laughs> That's a good point. Why are we focused on this stupid microplastics when this woman's got a BBL? Why can't we? Why can't? Looks like Shakira now. I mean, good for her. Why can't we be? Ha- why can't we be happy for her? We see. This is the thing. We only like people when they're <clears throat> doing things that we want them to do. When they when they do things for themselves that we find, you know, not we, but like the larger world uh, finds in some way morally questionable. We we just we just. You know when the garbage pail is too full and you just shove it down? That's it's like, what we do to them. It's like when Morrissey, when he's singing, we're like, that's right, you entertainment monkey. Just keep fucking doing that. And then, yeah. when, and then when he's like, I'm not sure I like immigrants, we're like, hey. <laughs> hey, man. Britain is no longer Britain. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like... Mm. I actually... I, so... <clears throat> Are you going to go off on on on, on English chauvinism? No, I, but I'm going to say I'm going to admit something. Oh, that I am such a Morrissey stan. You hate immigrants now. That I that I have joined him in this, and that I what? all the Nigerians make me vomit. Oh my god! No, that I actually have no idea because it's not germane to me what he said. He could be walking around in like a fucking little Nazi uniform, and I wouldn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I've never actually. I'm curious what the claims against him are because everybody says oh he's uh xenophobic or he's uh i don't know if they really hit him with racist they did after he said that chinese people were a subspecies but the, the was pretty rough that was not his best moment no, no. <clears throat> but uh they i don't know if they've hit him with anything credible lately i i what i'm saying is i haven't i got to do my due diligence i'll look into it because i don't care what he says i i saw him in 2015 and I think it was like, you know, the Republican primaries were going on. It was like right at the beginning of the Trump moment. And he said on stage, he was like, I think in America, John Stewart and Bill Maher should be presidents. And I was oh, like, you, oh. you cuck, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, ew, really? Yeah, you're old. I was like, I like both those guys, and that sounds gross to me. Uh, yeah, that's like a clueless sort of, that's like the def- definition of shit lib right there. yeah. But you know what? None of the, the, it's just it's funny how things change in such a short amount of time because it's like was that sh- at the time shit libs sure but like everything was like seemingly way less threatening to people's sensibilities. Yes. Now people pearl clutch at like literally everything. Bill yeah. Maher is like comic book movies. Ugh. And, and people are like you fucking asshole. The response to him every, yo I got to give it up to Bill Maher as far as like tapping into the like riding, riding the line of of 
so he appears appeals to boomers. Would you say that's accurate? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a boomer dude who week in and week out gets the front like the trending topic of Twitter for his take. Oh yeah, every Saturday morning is like because the show is on Friday night, so Saturday morning everybody's shitting on him. Which is crazy because hey Twitter, you don't impact this man's bottom line at all. Not even a little. He in fact probably helps him a hundred percent. He appeals to people that are forty-five and older. So, like, what do you what do you think you're? Oh, let's take him down. It's like we coming against Tucker Carlson. What are you gonna do? You don't. You can't impact his money. So, what are you gonna do? Listen, the people that listen to this podcast are so fucking hit, sick of hearing this shit because we've been saying it forever that but Tucker is a god. That- <laughs> That your your rage, your Twitter rage, it just it's impotent. Your Tucker Carlson is the is the balloon, and so, your rage is the air that you're blowing directly into it. You're oh, blo- I was gonna, I was going to compare it to an SSRI penis, but you're saying it actually has the opposite effect. No, because it makes it make it like we're saying it helps Bill Maher's bottom line because every week he can go look. I was trending on Twitter weekend yes. every week. I trend on Twitter, Be, but. It's always people being like, fuck Bill Maher, Nazi, or some shit like that. Or fuck Tucker Carlson. It's like, yo, if you keep... It, it's the same with Trump. It's like you just, you're just... All your anger and, your, and, your, and everything, all your hatred just makes them bigger. It makes them more powerful. So you gotta just, if you really wanna, like, if you, if you really wanna take these people down, you just gotta not care about them. What about the rage against Jeremy Renner? Is that back? Yeah, the other day he was People tre- are going to think this is an old episode. He, he was trending, so I clicked on it. And it's people being like, ugh, I have to look at Jeremy Renner's face if I want to watch the Hawkeye show. Yeah, motherfucker, he's the main character. Yes. You knew that when you fucking clicked on it. Yes. Why, why do you feel compelled to watch it? You don't got to watch it. I haven't watched a fucking more than two episodes of television in fucking 10 years. Just don't watch it. Yeah, just don't watch it. I don't, I don't understand. And it's uh, like... Yeah, I, I, man, people are on some shit. People are on. But, some but shit. I get mad at the Jeremy Renner thing because it's like a wholesale avoidable dude. Like I don't need I, Jeremy Renner has. Are you a sick person if Jeremy Renner has any impact on your life? You're deranged. Is that fair? Yeah. You're at a bus stop talking gibberish to a guy who's smoking methamphetamine. Well, here's the thing: if you're if you're a Marvel simp, if you're going to see all these Marvel shits, then maybe he's unavoidable. Actually. It shouldn't be because I see Marvel movies and I haven't seen Jeremy Renner in, in three years. So I don't know what it is. But like, here, it's a very simple math equation. If you don't like it, don't consume it. You don't have to look at Jeremy Renner's face. You can ignore it. I'm not going to watch the Hawkeye show. Not because I have anything against Jeremy Renner, but because it looks horrends. It does look horrends. So <laughs> you don't have to engage with the thing you don't like. You can turn away from it. You can change the channel. Look at your shoe. Yeah, figure out what what the dust all over your pants is. You know what? Whenever I am confronted by something I don't want to look at, yeah, I have headphones in, mm-hmm. so I just turn on some Bob Seger and look at my shoe. This is my advice yeah. <laughs> for everybody out there. People don't want to hear that. No, people want to stare into the gaping asshole of the thing that upsets them. Well, people want, they want to do that, but they also want to feel like they are they have some sort of power. To take it down, you have no power. You have no power, and you're doing the inverse of of what you what you want. This would be a test for people. 
Do you believe you have power? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. De- demonstrate it. Have you ever done anything effectively in your entire life? Have you ever made an impact on anyone or anything? I bet the majority of people who would tell you that they have power or that people have power, like people power, have never even impacted their relatives. They could be dead for three weeks and nobody would care. No, see, but I kind of disagree because they do have power because they – but it's – it's like going – it goes through an inversion machine because they are – like the media created Donald Trump. Is that that, that a fair – that's that's a fair lens to look at it through, yeah, right? As a as a presidential figure, yeah, yes. Well, I mean, even as even <clears throat> even as I mean, he was a real estate mogul turns you know uh, television celebrity turned political figure. Um, God, we got to give that man a lot of credit. <laughs> I mean, he knows how to work the room. It's he, a, but I mean, uh, think about it for a second. People are always trying to take shit away from him because he got like two million from his folks. But like, yo. Not everybody who gets two million from their folks becomes president of the United States after seven different careers that are all like tacky and off-putting. All right, all right. We get, this is this is now turning into a Tucker. This is this is the caterpillars or the millipedes rather. The millipedes. What is that? That's so. That's what on Reddit. That's what Trump supporters called each other. Peds, right? Yeah, peds. We're, we're peds. That's not a good one, man. That sounds <laughs> that sounds uh, sounds like peds, really. Yeah, no, it's not good. Look, what I'm saying is. You do have power. You just don't know how to use it. In fact, you're using it for your the opposite intent. Intent, and then at the end of the day, they love to be like, "See, cancel culture doesn't exist." When the people yeah, yeah, actually yeah. achieve something, and it's like all that translates to is, "Oh, I guess I wasn't to take. I wasn't able to take everything away from this guy. How right. unfortunate! I just took millions out of his pocket. He didn't kill himself. Yeah, he didn't kill himself, and now." Three years after, four years after the controversy, people recognize his talent once again. I can barely focus on you because I just want to talk about Trump's achievements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's, no one can take those things away from him. It's, it's people just, try to. They try to be like, he's not really a real estate guy. He's just a branding guy. <laughs> it's like, yo, so what? Like, I don't. It's so weird. I find myself all the time. Like, my life is defending people I don't like on any level. Yeah. It's like the, my whole fucking. It's, yeah, it's my stick. whole thing. Yeah. I don't even. I feel like Donald Trump is like a remarkably gross human being. It's and awful I, to look at. And I'm always jumping out here being like, well, it is impressive though. You know what I mean? Like, why do people do this to me? Why do they put me in the corner and make me defend these people? He looks to me like he looks like a uh, Madame Tussauds like wax figure that's melting. I think he looks like one that's been like partially inflated. <laughs> well, maybe partially inflated and then deflated. He's got a lot. Of, he's got the <clears throat> saggy skin thing. I don't like the like. He's like barrel chested, but in this incredibly yeah. unflattering way. <laughs> he's like boxy looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. you see, like, if you, if, if, whenever they have shots of him just from like the midsection up, you're like, all right, that's like a, he's a, he's, he's kind of brolic. He's got broad shoulders. But then when you see his like full body, he's like, like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? If, if for any scoliosis, <laughs> like, what's the deal? For anybody that was around in the 90s, those, uh, if you bought t shirts and particularly band shirts, they were always these weird boxes. It's uh, funny when you find like an old shirt and you're like, why does this fit so bizarrely? Yeah. Like you find like a Rush like tour shirt from 1992 and you're like, why does this, what, what the fuck? What were they, how were they making shirts back then? <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Uh, New York state of emergency. I think I just got got, by the way. What do you mean? Uh, 
so Adobe has been threatening me because I've got stolen uh, pirated software on my computer. You can get drone striked. They they did just did, they said well, your program has been disabled. Wow. <laughs> like yo, why are you in my computer? Get the fuck out of my computer. Fuck. That's the that's the NSA. They've been threatening me like every hour on the hour for like six weeks. That's we, you should have listened to Snowden. That's the now they're. they're, they're I mean, no shit. shit, right? Yeah, they're in your shit now. What's so uh, new COVID variant? They're trying to make that pop. Doctor Octagon. Here's the thing. It. it <laughs> it's never gonna go away. No, it's never no. gonna go away. <laughs> There's gonna be like like. Uh, Variant Leviticus next. It's gonna. They're just gonna have increasingly ominous names until my my parents just die of fear. Yeah, yeah, that's what they want. Well, no, but like, okay, so apparently, what the what the state of emergency in New York amounts to that the gov what's her name Governor Huck, Huxley or something? Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Lieutenant Governor. I don't know whoever whoever took the job from Cuomo. Um, R.I.P. to the great man. R.I.P. to an Italian king. Yeah. Um, Hope he runs for president. <laughs> we can get into presidential shit in a moment. But apparently what the state of emergency amounts to is like uh, they're just they're beefing up the hospitals, I guess. Oh, you mean that thing that they should have done, I don't know, fucking 11 months ago? Well, I think they did. And then when shit kind of went away, it it it, it beefed down. <clears throat> For, yeah, for minute, right? so listen, everybody. Hospitals are scam. Hospitals are scams. Uh, doctors and nurses are functionaries of that scam. Uh, jump out of it. Just uh, take some colloidal silver. No, you're too cynical, man. They just want to help. <laughs> they just want to help too by keeping cynical. hospital beds full at all times. That's their idea of helping. Which apparently is like a normal thing. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean they're businesses. But apparently, like even you know, in bad flu seasons, like hospitals would. There'd be like a you know a shortage of on beds. Yeah, because it's a business. You want to keep beds full because that's your billable hours. No, no, it's not a business. <laughs> it's to help it's, people, it's a public good. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how we all hated the healthcare system? Yeah, no, no, no. Now they're heroes. Now they're heroes. Right. Yeah. yeah, now they're heroes. Anyway, uh, look, it's been like one of these like YouTube Rogan red pill guy things for a minute to be like, hey, everybody. They're just going to keep hammering. Like, this isn't going to go away. There's no end to the pandemic. It's just a constant power grab. And people are like, nah, nah, you know, it's going to, you know, look, variants, whatever, cases, whatever. It's going to, you know, at a certain point, they're going to have this pill. They got the vaccine. It'll go away. Things will go back to normal. Even Fauci said, you know, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of the mask mandate eventually. Nah. No, I, I, I'm like, no. I, with this new variant <laughs> thing, I'm like, I'm kind of on their side now. I'm like, this is really, it's not going to go away. Seemingly. No. Did you see the latest Fauci thing? No, what did he say? He said masks mandatory, knee pads now. No. Yes, you have to wear knee pads. So you can, so you protect your knees while you're sucking the dick so at the you state. Can, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I saw where you were going. <laughs> no, look, um, is anyone still listening to that guy? Because like, right, it seems like every holiday now they're like, What's Dr. Fauci got to say about family gatherings? It's like, yo, even the most blue-pilled person isn't listening to this fucking no, anymore, right? No, no, no. They're doing what they want. Like, who's, who's like, oh, Fauci said, and like, oh, I guess I'm not going to, you know, see my son this, this Thanksgiving. Fauci is deep fried. It's over. He's a meme. 
It doesn't. It, it he's cashed out. He's that boy. It's just time to put him in. It, like we enjoyed him for the time he was here. Now it's time to retire. We're all just ignoring his quote unquote advice at this point, right? Yeah, it's it's the uh, parents from Peanuts. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. Don't care. But but no, but like I we never cared. But I'm saying even the most like CNN pilled person doesn't care. I kind of want him to die of COVID. <laughs> wow, that would be. I kind of I just think it would be funny. It would set people in a fun direction for a few months. Jesus. Well, I've never wished death on anybody, but No, I'm saying I want him to die at the natural time that the universe and fate dictates. Right. But for it to be of COVID. You want him to get gunned down on Melrose Avenue. Like everyone else? <laughs> you want him to be enjoying... I want him to be one of the 20 billion gun crimes in uh, Los Angeles in the past year. You want him to... <laughs> what was it? What was the statistic the other day I saw? On, uh, this is from CNN, everybody. Uh, 74% increase in gun crimes, something like that? No, it was in, Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia, on average, there's a homicide every 16 hours. Yeah. not great i think it's funny the crime tip i think is funny because everybody's like oh it's not it's not that dramatic it's you know it's not crime was much higher in the 90s yeah meanwhile these are all nerds that never leave their house and don't realize they live in bogota now no and it's like am i okay you're right the crime is not like it was 30 years ago Am I allowed to be concerned that it's going up, or that's not, that's not allowed? Not allowed. No, you have to hit the level of 1993 before oh, okay. be, before you're allowed. It ha- the world has to become a most violent year, part two. What was that? Was that 90 or 91? 81, I think. No, no, no. What? The most violent year uh, in American history was. Oh, in American history was well, well, okay. Let's hold on. Let's amend that. If you listen to, or if you if you read any history. Uh, Los Angeles was the most violent place in the world at one time, uh, but this is when it was settler days, and you could just murder somebody with impunity. So there was just like gold rush era. There was people being murdered in the street like six a day. Good right? old days. The good old days. <clears throat> but uh, the in in the mo- in uh, that's a modern era too, technically. But whatever within our lifetimes. Uh, Yes, things are, I think it was 1990 or 91, because we think of the 80s as being the most violent era in the U.S., because we think about New York and just how fucking stepped on it was, but technically, the most people got got in, I want to say, either 90 or 91. Interesting. Well, I know the most, like, as far as, like, human history goes, during World War II, because, every, you know, the COVID death count, whatever, is always on the news— People, I don't think people truly grasp that between the years of like 1939 and 1945, across the globe, 80 million people died. Yes. Between like the Holocaust, all the all the fronts of the war, the in, the nuclear bombs, the 80 million people in in a span of six years. You know what? Just that's that's fucking that's 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 mind boggling. If you were alive for that, mm-hmm. do you think that you would have gone dark? Because a thing, a thing that occurs to me often mm-hmm. is when y- you and I see something in the news about somebody dying violently, right? I think about the, the fact that that person went through life interacting with a broad swath of people. Now on social media, you could say that they had contact with thousands possibly, right? But in death... The only person that truly cares is your significant other and your parents if they're still alive. Yeah. 
That's it. That's it. You are an island. Mm-hmm. I hate when we pretend we're not islands. Yeah. I'm fucking Costa Rica. That's yeah. me. So like the No, well you you don't give yourself enough credit. You're you're a little you're a little public <clears throat> figure here. So you'll be when you die you'll be Kurt Cobain. They'll you'll you'll more money will be generated from your from your music and your artistic endeavors in death than you'll ever see in life. By that time, yeah. I will have certainly pushed a woman off the stage and I will be Ben Weasel. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be Ben Weasel before you're Kurt Cobain. By that time, I will be Ben Weasel, there is no doubt. <laughs> That's definitely true. There'll be like some stage diver is like like taking a selfie on stage and I'll kick her and, yeah. and she'll crack her skull and then I'll be Ben Weasel. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not Ben Weasel yet. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. So these are the only pants you've had for the duration of your tour? Yeah. And you have a massive hole in your crotch. Why do people keep getting hung up on this <laughs> massive hole in my crotch? People point it out every day just because they can see my scrotum. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to buy pants. Where does one buy pants? That's a good question. I used to buy them online, and then they'd come in the mail, and they wouldn't fit. That's right. what I'm saying. So upset. what? I need a pair. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the Levi's store. Where Where is that? I don't even know what that is. I think brick and mortar. What are you insane? There's, I know, right? There, there's a There's a Levi's store at the mall. Mall. Some, some mall in in <laughs> some mall. In, I bet in Culver City. Okay, I'll be there. Some mall in Culver City cool. has a Levi's store. I went there. Yeah, they're, it's they're like ghost towns. Yes. There's it's crazy. There's the the Wetzel's Pretzels is empty. No, that's not right. It's not right. Bring it's, it back, man. It's very sad. Bring back mall culture. People are plugged into the Matrix now. I want to go back to the mall. Straight up. Well, they're in the mall in the, the metaverse. That's right. Are, is that, do you th- okay, do you think that's going to take off? Yeah. People, people. There's still people playing The Sims for four hours a day. Yeah, people with severe BPD. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay. Remember a couple... Uh, almost 10 years ago at this point, there was Google Glass... Yeah, you remember Google Glass? The glasses? Yep. That, those, those shits didn't take off. No, but listen, some iteration of this will. This might not be. It might be another 10 years, but some iteration of this will. Look, well, if once they, they, if they can get Elder Scrolls 6 with the VR, I'll fucking... That's what I'm I'll, saying. I'll, I'll You're in. You're meta. I'll get, the, I'll get the VR goggles, the Elder Scrolls 6, the dick suck machine, and mm. I'll be getting blown by the high elves... All day. You'll have concubines. Yeah. I'll have I'll, the fucking, uh, what is it called? The, the, the little like cat humanoid that the, you can play as in the game. I'll be getting a dick suck from them. What if you... I'll be getting a rim from their sandpaper cat tongue. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, a, I guess that's an interesting question on some level. Yeah. If a hole opened up in the earth mm. and from it hobgoblins poured out. Would you put your dick in it? Yeah. But it's it's like a it's a sentient being, yeah, but also a different species. Mm. <laughs> so it'd be like they just, just I read some article that said that uh, octopuses are are sentient, which uh, duh. But yeah. like whales too, right? Would you get a dick suck from an octopus? It seems like pretty weird, honestly. I can get pretty freaky, but that's kind of like know. would they have to be of equal intelligence? What if the hobgoblins were smarter than you? You could get a dick suck then. Yeah, if they're smarter than you. Well, but then it's a little questionable because I don't know. It, it, it that's a whole we got we got to have Neil deGrasse Tyson on the pod to like broach this question. I'll hit him up. Hit him up. Hit my man up. He got me too. Um, <sighs> he can drop to our level. If, once you've been me too, you're welcome on the podcast because you'll return our emails. I want you to talk about how you've so you've been on tour 
mm-hmm. for the last like almost three months or so. Talk about the state of the, of of the United States currently, comparatively to pre, touring pre pandemic to post pandemic. Okay, let me just say, anybody, if you are, do not allow your policymakers to gaslight you. The United States is getting visibly, provably worse. It is the places that I feel comfortable having nice things is going down dramatically. <laughs> so, don't like. Right now, Los Angeles, Eric and I have talked about it a number of times. Los Angeles spends all of its resources gaslighting its citizens. They don't clean anything up. They don't do anything of of merit. They just tell you that you are delusional for thinking that anything is in decline. This is going to be, I I mean, at least the blue states are certainly going to be on this shit for the next cycle, which is telling you, oh, you're crazy. You're cra- we have like a, the weirdest high school manipulator boyfriend for a state right now. We, we and I I want you to I want you to I want you to keep going on your personal experience, but I want you to also uh, pivot to our man Seth Rogen. Oh, you mean that fat weasel? <laughs> you mean that uh, that overinflated tick of a human being? Um, we got that's 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 an important thing to address. All right. So, uh, the reason that Eric mentions that is because some blue check that I don't identify, maybe he's an actor or some shit, he was saying that his vehicle got broken into, and he was complaining that that's because uh, Los Angeles is a third world shithole. Undebatable. He must be some type of, some type of uh, actor adjacent person, because Seth Rogen came in delicate with a ha-ha instead of a LOL, you fucking moron. Because Seth Rogen tries to be like an internet tough guy. It's really embarrassing. But he, this one, he played soft, where he goes, dude, that's just living in the city. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, yeah, but can I be a little disappointed that all my shit was stolen? And Seth Rogen responds with, or no, he's a go, he said, it feels very violating. And Seth Rogen responded with, I mean, I guess you can complain about it, but... I've never tied my, and this is such a rich guy bullshit ass thing to say. I've never tied my possessions to, you know, a feeling of my personal safety or being violated. Okay, firstly, you're a deluded fucking loser. Most people who have little have to consider the things that they have part of who they are and what they've worked for in life. That's the way that that goes. It's only when you're fucking fabulously wealthy that you can see it the other way. Now, he goes on to say, my car's been broken into 15 times. No big deal. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. what, what is this like sympathy for criminals thing that we're like, like PSYOP? <clears throat> oh, I mean, I, if you'd like my honest opinion, N- NGL, you know, it's uh, it, there is a lot of confusion in kind of the, I don't know what you'd call that, like the public facing sphere. Uh, whether that's an, a credible celebrity or just some goober that wants to runs a meme account to to allow the media to conflate race and crime so people don't feel comfortable going like i mean the media you see it all the time like with that parade murders the other day <laughs> the way that the media handled it because it was a black man that committed the crimes was truly galling it was like for anybody that was around anybody in the sound of my voice that was alive before 2010 the 
the way that the media was criticized for for handling black perpetrators of crime, it is now the exact inverse, and it is an overcorrection that is really. I mean, it feels like a psyop. It feels like we're just birthing right wingers every day with our handling of the situation. But, but like, I'm I'm not even like <clears throat> news slant, whether it's liberal or conservative or whatever it is. I'm not even interested in that. It's like been talked about to death. I'm interested in the minds that have been, uh, like, uh, what's the word? Um, I'm interested. In, I'm interested. In, I'm more interested in Seth Rogen. I'm more okay. interested in the uh, rationalization that being victimized uh, is lit is actually fine. What's the big deal? No harm done, bro. Uh, yeah, because when you are wealthy or feel like because he just tells his assistant he claims that he has two laptops in his in in his uh, fucking uh, car every time it gets broken into and You're a fucking idiot. Don't leave your laptop in your car. No, you no, 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 no. I'm saying so. A rich friend of mine. Had his car broken into. Because he has rich guy insurance, he immediately called the insurance company, said that he had a camera and two laptops in there, and just got that money immediately with no questions asked. Because he's got rich guy insurance. Sure, but isn't it still a hassle? Not if you have a personal assistant and three cars, (laughs) which Seth Rogen undoubtedly does. He probably holds on to a... 13 cars. He probably holds on to a Volkswagen to look down to earth and like, oh, isn't that quirky? But this fucking dickhead's driving Maserati, no doubt. So like, let's be honest. Let's do our contempt for for the wealthy. I... Listen, I want to be the wealthy. I'm not mad at them, but we got to call them out on their delusions. Yeah. I hope to be as deluded someday, but like the truth of the matter is that Seth Rogen is out there saying that it's no big deal to have your vehicle broken into 15 times. You know what, Seth Rogen? That's true. If you're worth millions of dollars, have multiple cars, and can have your assistant take care of the shit, that's all good. Yeah, NBD. Yeah. However, if you're if you're in Los Angeles County making $50,000 a year and you're expecting a kid and your car gets broken into, it's like your wife might cry for three days because she knows that you do not have the resources to handle little ticky-tacky bullshit like your catalytic converter getting stolen or your fucking windows being bashed out. So, And normal people have to worry about their premium, premium Seth Rogen. You know what I mean? So the, he's right. Because he's conveying his personal experience, which is I'm a deluded pedo celebrity. But like for the for the rest of us, it's like, yo, shut the fuck up, Seth Rogan. Yeah. Go run a go run a, a crooked acting class with James Franco and suck on some teen tits. I'm tired of your fucking lecturing. But he, But th- this is the thing, is it's just like is this genuine? Okay, so you say that he's so deluded that this is just Seth Rogen like conveying how he like genuinely feels. Yes. See. I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seth Rogen, in his heart, believes that normal people shouldn't care that their vehicle is broken into. That's that's like a bridge too far. That's like too insane. Like I, I think he's insane. I can't believe like he's been rich for for well over a decade now. But I, I can't believe that anyone on earth lacks the common sense to be like, 
yeah, it's very obviously a shitty experience to to be the victim of any type of crime. You know what I mean? Like, I I just I'm I admit that I'm a paranoid person. I admit that I'm a cynical person. You think he's part of a psyop? Yes. Oh wow! All Are right, you kidding on, me? Tell me more. It's all part of the same shit. I don't know. It, it's it, I think there is a psyop that is conditioning people into becoming. It's normal to have a shitty, uncomfortable, uh, victimized life. That uh, yes, I think I, I agree that there is an effort to teach you that being stepped on is lit. There is an effort to teach you that. Tiny houses are cozy. Uh, this person converted their apartment from a, 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 a shipping container. The idea of def- the idea of defending uh, your small business is wrong. Yes, like there's, and I hate it because see, this is part of the grift, right? Is that for me to to, to talk about this will immediately get you thrown down a hole of. You're an insane Republican conservative, right? And this is th- that that you're a, because because this like weird like psyop is positioning itself from the liberal progressive point of view. Crime is good because actually criminals are victims of of whatever poverty. Yeah, uh, that's part of like you're saying. Hey, that's a crazy thing to say. You're you're automatically delegitimized because you go against whatever their what they've decided is the progressive talking points. Where really all it is, if you can strip all away that nonsense, it's the corporations and the wealthy elite want all your money and resources, and they want you to depend on them. So they need to convince you that having a shitty life is actually good, so they can take more and more and more and more from you. Yeah, that's the- how it is. To, that's how I see it. Well, anytime you try to make a like a moral claim that like I mean this it's funny that we've just replaced Christendom with like a watered down social credit version of Christendom because when I was a kid there was all this like you know kind of like admittedly edge lords church of satan sort of pushback on on uh, this idea of turning the other cheek right that turning the other cheek is it, like this is a means of state control in essence right that like this idea that the meek shall inherit the earth this idea that you should turn the other cheek is all preparing you for a life of, of subservience right this was like if you were into kind of uh <clears throat> i don't know fucking alternative culture whatever the fuck you want, want to call it counterculture uh these were concepts that you were confronted by but now we've just replaced it with kind of like this bullshit moralizing from the left that preaches the same exact thing like hey you're wrong to be mad that your girlfriend was punched in the neck and her fucking purse was stolen. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. Like, yo, you got to turn the other cheek. The meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Little bitch ass motherfuckers that don't do anything for themselves. You're going to, you're going to be rewarded in the end. Soy boys. If, if you will, <laughs> you're going to be rewarded in the end. And it's like, I, th- I think that, uh, I think there's several, several plays being made at the same time. Yes, a, a number of psyops, but I think that, yes, you're correct. There is some, I don't know if Seth Rogen is part of this, but there's some effort to convince everyday people. I think Seth Rogen is part of it. Go oh, on. okay, all right. <laughs> there's some effort to convince everyday people that they are, there is a moral reward 
uh, meaning a performative social media clout uh, yep. recognition yep. for not for for pretending that things that matter do not matter, right? Yeah, and yeah, I think that's obvious. I mean, look. I have, I've said it a million times on this podcast. It's the thing that is most likely to get me in trouble among like true shit libs. Anybody who saw January 6th and then did not reflexively say, I think it's good that somebody should occupy the state capital. I simply don't like these people. Anybody that like, yo, you, we allowed for a day to have Munchausen by proxy where the state was being harmed in some way. So fucking MSN, MSNBC commentators acted as though somebody had broken into their house and violated them. Because they did. In essence, yes. And, but that's my point. Is like If you felt violated by what happened on January 6th, you're, you're empathizing with your captor. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you are, you've got full on, uh, what, what is, what's the other, Stockholm. You've got full on. And people often, they do that. They, what if they were there six minutes earlier? They would have hung Mike Pence. And that would have been hilarious. Yeah. It I, would have been tragic on a human level. It would have been like, oh my God. I don't know. Listen, but I, it would have been like, there's a Shakespearean like sort of amazing sort of karmic irony to it all. I also, I think that we're overstating that. We can't know what the fucking deranged, like, dribbling grandma that was wandering around the fucking state capitol would do, or the ca- the capitol building would do uh, if she was confronted by Mike Pence. She'd probably fucking start, like, blathering and kissing him on the cheek and telling him how much he means to her. Yeah. Like, we don't know that anybody would have been fucking lynched. And to, to be totally frank, I think that those people would have stopped dead in their tracks if Mike Pence confronted them. But it's neither here nor there. If Mike Pence, they would have just they would have stopped and they would just yelled at him. Yeah. If Mike Pence had been torn limb, service would have grabbed him. If Mike Pence had been torn limb limb from limb, I'm like Mike Pence's biggest defender because I think it's funny that he's like a robot reptile. Because mm, you because you, you empathize with his his gray hair. I it's we both have silver hair and we both call our wives mom. <laughs> so. But so I'm I'm his biggest uh, you know you could call me a pence head. You also you can't be in a room with another woman unless your your girl is there. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I live by the pence code. <laughs> but so I have come to Pence's age a uh, defense, and he's a profoundly you can't even say he's dislikable. He's just unlikable, right? Because Trump is like very dislikable. He's pretty disgusting. He's vulgar, but but Pence is just like a manifestation of like the the corpo state. Yes, like, P- Pence yeah. is is he's like a wart. He he might not even be technically human. I don't think so. I've never, I, mean? I haven't seen any human characteristics from him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know how bad can you feel for him? It'd be like hanging. It'd be like if he got hung. It'd be like hanging like one of the like robots from Westworld. Like I guess, <laughs> like I guess, you know, like I guess it's tragic in a way. Like on a human level, it would have been horrifying. On a Shakespearean level, it would have been interesting. What if it turned into an orgy? It very well, could have. It's, it's almost. I mean, it, these are high emotions. You know what I mean? These are these are these are primal instincts that are kicking in. It could have just turned into a fucking. What if fest. what if they kicked the door down to like one of the one of the rooms in the Capitol, mm-hmm. and it was just Pence was in a pentagram getting a dick suck. <laughs> I have I have a friend who who hit me. <laughs> I did a little Q&A thing on Instagram last week, and I have a friend who worked for some celeb for like three years, and they said, oh, that occult shit's real. 
They, they, they do like little rituals and shit. Well, I think that famous people are really, really far gone. And that pushes you into fringe religions. Well, they're so, I think they're so clout and fame hungry that they'll try anything. Yeah. So that they're just like, oh, what do I got to do? Like put a squirrel head like underneath a, a candle and let the wax drip on it? All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is easy enough. I can go get, go get my assistant to go get a squirrel from the yard, <laughs> pick up a candle from Target. Well, We're good. Let's see if we can get this part. We'll see if I can land this Scorsese I, flick. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's probably the yeah. the rationale. I mean, they just, I was thinking about it. Is there any, who, there was somebody on my mind the other day, some celebrity where I was like, yeah, that person became a weirdo. Like they weren't always a weirdo and now they are a weirdo. And I was thinking about how that's like, on a long enough timeline, that's just inevitable if you are... Like, Seth Rogen, again, yeah. that's a bitch-ass tick motherfucker. And I still think, like, well, it can't be anything else. I mean, I still love Superbad. Sure. You know? Like, I still... I still. I bet he's funny right now in some movie, like, you know, that's on Netflix that I'll never hear of. I bet he's funny as shit. Almost definitely. But, yeah, but he's, like... It... Rap Twitter says this a lot. <clears throat> we all know too much. Oh you're, yeah, you're all showing too much. Yeah, we don't need to know this shit about you. You got to be like the, uh, the. You see people's response to to Will Smith. Well, yeah, he's showing too much. He, that's what the consensus among the rap world is. It's like y'all y'all saying too much right now. Well, I like uh, the sort of strippers and escorts that I follow on social media or used to, who say things like, like uh, make your moves in silence. You don't got to tell everybody what you're doing. You certainly don't have to be open with the fact that the that uh, seeing a pussy makes you physically ill. Yeah, what's going on with Will? I, I don't know, but he's I, been accused of being gay for like twenty five years. Do you think that like he scored so much puss that it's like it's like boring to him now? Not boring. It's disgusting. Well, evidently, it's like how I feel about the uh, the super sugary yerba mates. Right. The blueberry one, like I gag when I drink it. Oh, it makes me nauseous. I used to I used delicious. to drink like two of those a day. It's good. Oh no! But now I get sick. It's I, like pussy to me. It's been a year. It's been like probably over a year since I've had really one of the super sugary ones. I wonder how it would make me feel. But yeah, bad. A, a Blueforia and a bagel. Oh, good stuff. Blueforia plus bagel. Plus bagel. That's you can, you can feel that's your poundage. You can feel your little estrogen tummy growing. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, no, look, we all know too much about each other. We all and we all too we all, like we all show too much on social media. Our grandparents' generation was it was impolite to talk about politics. You're not supposed to know that your neighbor is a Nazi. No, no, no. Keeps the Nazi memorabilia in the basement. No, you're supposed to know everything, and you're supposed to judge them, and you're supposed to be in a constant cold war with your fellow citizen. No, you gotta you gotta eat mashed potatoes with them uh, twice a year, Mm -hmm. and barbecue occasionally. Borrow borrow a uh, lawnmower when you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you borrow the weed whacker. You say, hey, Bill, uh, going to the uh, uh, beach again this weekend? Yeah, taking the kids. We're uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the Hamptons. All right, stay safe. All right, yeah, drive safe. That that's it. That's all we're supposed to know if we want to keep this simple. Because we listen again. People that he listens to podcasts are sick of hearing this shit. Everyone on Earth has some sickening view in their head. Yes, like in in when you walk past the nice lady in the park you're not supposed to know that she skins cats for a living but then you go home and you add her on facebook and she's got all the pictures of the of the vivisected fucking hamsters yes you're not supposed to know that she does that you're supposed to say hey vivian how are you and you keep it moving yes that's it we all know too much i don't want to know that will smith <laughs> fucking vomits at the sight of a vagina 
Yeah, I don't want to know that. I didn't enjoy that fact at all. I liked Men in Black. Yeah. I liked that was a very uh, that that was a, a movie that I loved as a child. But now when I see Men in Black on TBS, I'm going to think, "Oh man." My I, God. I know that during filming he was he was vomiting in the bathroom because he got laid the night before. Imagine Wild Wild West. He's he's uh, he's got downtime. He's in his trailer getting a dick suck. And vomiting into a basin the whole time. He's just he's just sobbing. Yeah, yeah while yeah. while the woman. He's like, uh, why does it? Why does I have to be desirable? <laughs> while we're talking about uh, rappers, can we talk about how black people love Spider Man? I mean, ever I mean, Spanish people love Spider Man. People love Spider Man. I listen. Spider Man, the new Spider Man film. Yeah. Home, home. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no way home. Halfway home. Halfway, halfway home. <laughs> so, <laughs> the the new Spider Man movie gets announced. Yeah, Pe- people are excited. I'm excited. Like there's a little trailer, right? It's the most I've been excited for anything in a long time, and I, that's very profoundly sad. So I follow a number. Yeah, it is. I follow a number of meme pages. Yeah, black people meme pages exploded with excitement they're, for Spider-Man. They're fucking stoked. I had no idea that Spider-Man was so popular with black people. I mean, I don't know. You're fixated on the black people thing. I think. Yeah, because, well, hold on. Because I follow a, a number of meme pages of different racial phenotypes. Mm-hmm. Thanks I, for being specific. And yeah. the black people were the only ones going buck wild for fucking Spider-Man. See, I get, I get a shit. To, I have, uh, like, on my Instagram, like, I'm getting suggested a ton, shit ton of Spider-Man thing. And it's always like announcement spoiler or something like that but then like the caption is in 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 espanol and i'm like damn i wonder what got announced no my shit is like spider-man wears tims spider-man does wear tims that's, that's <laughs> spider cuz does spider cuz spider cuz wears tims that's a fact people are people are hyped for the movie i'm just you know what thank god people found something to 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 what if all- spider-man ends racial prejudice i think it has a better chance than anything else doing that what if it fixes the economy? Again, I mean, the president's not going to do it. How do we, like, once again, we're getting, uh, it, it's, it's so, so high gas prices and inflation. That's, that's cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's lit. No need to, no need to worry. Hey, if you care that a homeless, a homeless man with a drug addiction is pissing in your daughter's face. Well, you're paying five dollars and seventy five cents for gas per gallon. You are just you're wrong. You you're a bad person. I, I bet you I bet you watch is, LOL. I bet you watch right wing YouTube. Yeah. Um Did you see the news suggest if you're worried about inflation, perhaps this is the year to skip Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> That's what people want to hear, I think. Let's talk about the fact that people who are overpaid parasites yeah. are trying to talk you into austerity. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yo. You know how I get mad because I think that people don't take any personal accountability for, uh, for example, the, uh, uh, the environment, right? Mm. And like we get a lot of pushback in our mentions about, from people that are like, "It's the corporations, dummy." And I'm like, and I'm like, it's China and India, but all right, uh, yeah, we can't say that. Can't <laughs> we, can't, say we can't talk about stretch plastic manufacturing being like at an all time high in the third world. We can't talk about Suge- that. You're racist for suggesting that another country have absolutely no uh, EPA regulations yeah. on anything. No, that would be wrong of you. Let's not get you canceled. Yeah. So, the where was I? 
We're talking about uh, Spider Man. Spider. <laughs> talking about Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, news, the news convincing you of their parasites, they're doing something. Oh, oh, they want you in austerity. They're trying to convince you, hey, maybe it would be best if you tightened your belt a little bit. You know, that would just make sense. Yeah. That would be the right thing to do, honestly. You know what? It's, I'll, I'll give it this. It's practical. Oh, thanks. Because nothing else is going to help you. Well, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's wrong of these fucking scum to to try to convince me of it. Mm -hmm. But you're not wrong. Yeah. But I don't want to hear it from this guy. No, I don't want to hear it from them. I think you should angle for a raise would be the best the best advice. That way you can afford the turkey and the gas prices. The best advice, honestly, would be to jump out of whatever fucking pardon me rat race. Mm. That you are in, mm. that you are so concerned about inflation, mm. that don't have a family. I would say that's job one. Yeah. Can we say that that's probably right? I would say. Uh, and if you have a kid, don't be the primary caregiver of that child. Just be on your own. I would say download the, the Tor browser, get some uh, some black market C4. Yeah. Go into the Amazon distribution center. Yes. This is the only path to Valhalla. Wow. I think that <laughs> I think that they're probably going to visit now. <laughs> I, th- I think the Amazon Pinkertons are probably going to crack your skull when you step out the door. This is a this is a podcast where we we clown on things on Twitter generally, right? So let me read a tweet from the. Uh, I'm going to read this tweet and then I'm going to run away and go pee. Um, tweet from YouTube, the the verified YouTube account. Let's celebrate Indigenous futures and consider what we can learn from history this un Thanksgiving. Okay, everybody, uh, that is. Uh that is corporate. That's the corporate world placating you in the most disgusting way possible. Now, Netflix, or pardon me, uh, YouTube doesn't have the uh, policy-making power to materially change anything in our world for indigenous people or otherwise. But it, it can act as like a no-stakes mouthpiece for the type of ineffectual leftism that people find fashionable at the moment, which is essentially, let me post about the Amazon. Let me post about Black Lives Matter. Let me post about these things. That's uh, my activism. If I complain about something, I am in solidarity with the oppressed uh, and I'm doing my part. Uh, YouTube, YouTube campuses are in places where they could just give that land. They own quite a bit of land, by the way. So YouTube, which is Owned by Google, which is uh, used to be Alphabet. I don't know, remember what the fuck. I think they changed their name. Anyway, they huge tracts of land because they anticipate they have or anticipate huge huge servers, right? Uh, also, campuses that workers have to report to, like it's fucking uh, the railroad. Uh, you could, if you gave a fuck about indigenous people, you could just give that land back. It's now yours, free and clear. You can give it to whoever you want. Take the laws. If you purport to care about these things, because honestly, what are the what laws would you seek to change? That's my that's always my question. When we're talking about indigenous futures, does anybody have a policy recommendation? No, I think it's just I think it's just uh, platitude after endless platitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah making people feel guilty. Yeah, who has the patience for that shit? I don't know. I mean, it it gets them off. You know, it gets, it gets they people- not. They nut when they're when they're able to to shame someone on on social media. Yeah, 
Yeah. Is do you think that that's okay? So I've said this for a long time about Australia. Uh, Australia and Canada mm-hmm. both do a better job, quote unquote, of recognizing their particular genocides than the United States ever does, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they talk about it endlessly, but they don't do anything for the people who they genocided. So what are your words worth? I'd be curious to talk. Hey, if you're one of our indigenous listeners, I know we have some because you've written me before. If you're one of our indigenous listeners, hit us and let us know. Do you appreciate the lip service or does it kind of make you fucking puke? I don't know because I'm a white dude. I know that in my own life, I hate when lip service is paid to me with no fucking me, like with no, pardon me, praxis. Like, mm. makes me fucking vomit. But if maybe you feel different because you're underrepresented in such a severe way that simply an acknowledgement is nice. I have to imagine that's that's losing its punch, don't you think? Yeah, I would. I would think so. If it if it if it made you feel in any way better, I can't imagine. It's like uh, it's like uh, it's like fen fen, you know. It is like fen fen. Like it, it hits at first, and then after a while, you, your tolerance to it, you know, it just doesn't hit the same the tenth time. What if it's like your partner who keeps cheating on you, but says, "Baby, I love you." Mm-hmm. How many times? I don't know. How many times? Until, well, you just looked far. You got a far away look. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do, can you hear, "Baby, I love you"? For a lot of people, a lot of times, a lot of times, yeah, kids, it can last. That's decades. that. That's that Stockholm, though. That is that. That's that Munchausen. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're just getting, we're, we're just mixing them all up. Listen, is this maybe our most radicalizing episode ever? No, I haven't even talked about like getting a bomb vest and how to make one. Oh, I did, didn't I? You talked about getting some C four. You did, yeah. Yeah, going into the Amazon. That was a joke, everybody. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. It was a joke. Don't advocate for the explosion of anyone. Don't actually don't hurt anybody. It's fucked up. Don't do that. His life is not they live. Just try and do your best for yourself. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not getting Alex Jones out here. Yeah, you are. No. Yeah. I'm not responding to the... to the. Uh, They're going to take away your credit cards. What, what's, what is it called? The thing that Steve Bannon kept ducking, and then he had to... Oh, subpoena. The yeah, federal yeah, subpoena. Federal subpoena. I ain't going. Yo. What if, what if Steve Bannon went full Waco? People don't want to give Bannon his due because he was on Trump's side and he's a deranged fucking scumbag. He is a profoundly fun man. <laughs> he's they don't make men fun more fun than Steve Bannon. Well, you an accelerationist really gets you off. It, he does, yeah. Be- on the highest levels. Yeah. The, the dude had the ear of the president he and he's a bona fide nut. Nut. You know yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, for sure. 
Here's the thing. Nut, not an idiot. Actually, no, not, uh, not, uh, not remotely And that's kind of what makes him fucking scary. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah, the fact that he had the ear of the president, and uh, but then the president was such a fucking retard that he called him, that he, he fired him and called him Sloppy Steve for the, yeah. the rest of the couple of years. Yeah, that and then also St- fun. Steve had a weird, he was playing 4D stre- uh, chess out there, uh, big upping Trump the whole time while he was being called Sloppy Steve. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, know. this guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wait, here's the thing. What is that? What is, what... Is it is it like truly a masturbation fantasy? Like like when the people that jerk off to, to to car accidents and train wrecks, what 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 is the the motivating force of someone who's accelerationist? Because I would like to see. I know utopia is a stupid dream and unattainable, but like I'd like to live in like a safe and prosperous place. Pussy. <laughs> What is what is the motivation of an accelerationist? I, I, that I don't relate to at all. It's that uh, typically it's that this system can't be reformed; it has to be toppled. Let's get to the toppling so we can start it start at uh, zero. However, the problem is that what you typically find is that people's idea, like year zero, didn't work out great for Cambodia. You know what I mean? Like oh. it, it is uh, a lot of times when people. Uh, try to start as uh, North Korea would be another great example. Uh, sought to start history at the, it, we have a new history starting today, right? That shit typically doesn't work out. Trying to dismantle your car while it's in motion is not t- not usually recommended, right? So the accelerationist thing, I'm with it as a concept, and I love the nut jobs that embrace it. But I also don't want to, I mean, look, you and I walk around Los Angeles. If we started at zero, we'd be fucked. The dude who, the copper wire thief down the street who is immune to hepatitis, AIDS, COVID, he's battle tested and hardened. We don't stand a fucking chance. That guy's gonna eat us up. We're full of uh, we're full of uh, soybean estrogen. The camp city opposite Crazy Girls. Yeah, it's gonna they're gonna be in our apartment for sure. That's they're, the new top down. They're That's... gonna they're gonna be our lovers if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Yeah. If we're allowed to live. If we're allowed to be concubines. Yes. Well, that that's getting away pretty pretty easy right now. The power. They're the ones being stepped on. But if the if the if the system is, becomes inverted. We're going to be at their their whim. So if you listen to like uh, committed anarchists, they will tell you that that's not true, that uh, of course people would not allow that to happen. If the government was to collapse tomorrow, then you would just uh, almost immediately you would have people looking out for each other, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I, again. Maybe pe- in some places. No, people are an island. It's, everybody's trying to exploit you. Stop. I don't know. Some, I've listen. I'm I'm a, a man of taste and uh, and and uh, uh, quality. Sure. So, so yeah. I don't go to these some of these shit parts of the country. Yeah. But from what I hear, the the friendliness of of Middle America, maybe some of these more homogenized communities with their guns would kind of rally together and sustain themselves and have some sort of uh, anarcho peace. But not in Hollywood. No, <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be everyone for themselves. No, the the dude who uh, just 
his balcony. We're looking at it right now, and it's just a bunch of refuse and garbage and shit. Uh, he's clearly addicted to methamphetamines. Uh, that dude is going to be our new overlord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the new boss. Yeah. He insists we call him sun God. So, so is it that just the, these, these accelerationist types, the Bannon types, like they just, they're comfortable enough and in a safe enough position where they don't really have to worry about the more, uh, uh, horrible effects of, of what they want. Is that it? Uh, I think, well, I think that there's get off on the chaos. There's that type of dude. Yeah. There's the Joker. I think that, I think Bannon is kind of Jokerized. He's pretty Jokerized. As far as public figures go, he's about as Jokerized as it gets. But, but it's even like, it's even more scary because he's like a committed Joker. Like he was, he's been trying to make this like populism thing happen since the fucking nineties practically. Like he was a. He wanted Sarah Palin to run for president. He's like, he's he's like you need a dipshit man of the people to just just radicalize the masses against the institutions. Him and Peter Thiel are the two like oh. Lex Luthor, Doctor Doom sort of motherfuckers out here. It's scary, but I like them because they're committed to their shit. Well, look, I like Doctor Doom, and like they're not wrong. That uh, let me listen. They're not wrong in the sense that you're being stepped on and you should, you should like the internal, you should resent the, 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 the corporate elite class that's trying to drain you of everything. The internal logic of their argument is sound. You don't have to agree with where they're coming from or where they want to go, but, but it's sound. You know what I mean? Like it, it would, the people, those, the, the, those people are not your friends. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Goldman Sachs and the hedge funds are not your buddies. Yes. Despite their press statement, uh, besides their, their, uh, you know, their, their lip service to indigenous lands. Right. Right. Here's, here, here's your land acknowledgement, your, uh, your BLM payoff yeah. and, and, uh, we're good. Right. I don't notice that uh, this is a predatory lending scam. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Cause like, I, I, I think people, you know, Bernie's gone. The, the 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 hopes of a peaceful Biden future are are slowly being. Uh, people are becoming cynical against that. Where does one go, uh, politically speaking? Like, where does the person who wants peace and prosperity in the United States? Which way, Western man? You know what I mean? Like, where, like to me, I see there's like three. I don't know if even look you can either take the whole you can either be a Bannon type and want to take the whole thing apart you can be a, a you can be a reform type and say look our the Democratic Party is is shit but it's our best hope at uh you know it's the it's the best place to start uh re- reform from the inside to to perhaps maybe pass some legislation that'll help people and then there's like I'm just where kind of where I'm at just Admit that your existence is sort of futile. Vote third party for the fuck of it. Uh, and and try and just just do your best within the confines of the structure that you live in. Make money. Jill Stein Joker. Get money, get paid. Yeah. That's... that's get money, get some arms to protect your family. Uh, 
don't be political on Facebook. Uh, live your life. You, you're, you're so limited. And not to move to Mule Shoe. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's I'm just saying cheaper cost of living. Maybe a little less threat of uh, of uh, a meth. Head. People, uh, here's the thing. People dying left and right out here. You can die of things that you never anticipated. You don't get a lot of time on Earth. If you're like dedicated to some like Sacco and Vanzetti, like like hey, let's toss it all over. I'm you know I've got a righteous cause sort of shit. You are throwing your life in a fucking dumpster. It's not Braveheart, you morons. You know what I mean? Like it, it, there's no majesty to this. No. Get yourself a wife with big titties and just keep it moving. Valhalla doesn't actually exist. Yeah, correct. Correct. Not, not a real place. Yeah, it's also like there's no... There's no 72 virgins. No, exactly. The yeah. raisins are not there. Yeah. You don't see your dog when you die. It does, that's not what happens. You just... you just you, you Void. Yeah, void, presumably. So get yourself some fucking uh, rental properties. Get yourself a wife with big hair and just keep it moving. You know what I like? I like the religions that are like very devout in their belief in in God, but have no like like I think uh, like um, Lutheran like Orthodox like they're they're super Christian. They love Jesus. They love God, but they like they have no belief in an afterlife. I'm not sure that's Lutherans. It's not Lutherans. I don't I, think I, it's you're Lutheran. the religious guy. There's some there's some like Orthodox Christianity religion. Well, but, but Jews famously don't have a very decided view of the afterlife. Right. It's kind of a matter of, uh, I guess we'll find out when we find out. Yeah. I mean, that's the most practical approach. What else are you going to do? Yeah, what else are you going to do? But it's, it's interesting. I mean, they have no concept of hell either. So what, what's kind of... The idea that the religion was sold to me was that uh, you get some kind of payoff for all this uh, devout... Uh, uh, yeah, your social credit score goes up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your clout bucks... Yeah, you're, yeah, you you get a lot of clout with the big man upstairs. I thought that was the idea. You go to the good, you go to the 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 good place. Everybody, it's the time of the podcast where Eric has started pulling on his eyelash, and it makes <laughs> me so sick. I physically vomit every time. I'm I Will Smith. Switch, I could switch to eyebrows. Uh, no, yeah, eyebrows are better. Eyebrows are better. Eyebrows are better. Yeah. Anybody that pulls on their fucking eyelid, it's it's like a revolting idea. I always wonder if you have like weird parasites or something. Are you cleaning yourself? Oh, can't even look. Should what should we do? Should we do rub maps? No, we've given these people an hour. They can fuck off. Yeah, but they love the rub maps. They do rub. The, well, they can love the rub maps next week. All right, love the rub maps next week. All right, um, everybody, I'm here, so we're gonna do some video content. Uh, that's either maybe we can fit it in now, but maybe we might have to do it. You're, are you going to the show tonight? I'd like to. All right, so, but you probably won't watch the headliner because if we dip out after we play then we can definitely record some video content. You, wait, you got The show is like in seven hours. You got to be there? I have to take f- promo photos. Oh, God. Yes. You already did that. I'm aware. How are you I spent up a, with this? I spent a full day doing it. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, it's not a particularly glamorous lifestyle to be sleeping in like, you know, Motel 6s and shit. And then you get asked to do shit like, hey, can we get another set of promo photos? And you're kind of like, yeah, I, I think I quit. I'm going to get into land flipping. Yeah, you, you should get into like flipping houses or something like that. I'm really, I was talking to Evan about this yesterday. I'm really into, uh, I've watched like six hours now of videos on flipping empty parcels of land. Yeah, that's where it's at. 
Well, maybe uh, uh, Zach was telling us about uh, Doge Boink. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to get into Doge Boink. We got to get into Doge Boink. We got to sell digital pieces of land and like weird like monkey heads and shit. <laughs> I love. I'm 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 full in on NFTs now. When he showed me the NFT he had, I was like, "This is cool." It was the ugliest thing I ever saw. It was awful, but that's what I like about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what I it was. It's disrespectful to art. I like that. <laughs> it's very and it's profoundly stupid. Yeah, and he, he I think he said he bought it for one seventy, some digital piece of art of like an old man with like crossed eyes and like drooling. It was really awful, but he said he bought it for like one seventy. He's like, yeah, it's like valued at like one sixty. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, I lost ten bucks, but well, you know, it's, it's a waiting game. I, I like that. Uh, That's right. just crypto. You got to get into crypto. Uh, right now would be the ideal time to buy. What app do you use? I use Voyager. Oh, send me last month's uh, Patreon so I can invest it all in crypto now. Did I not send you that? No. Oh shit! All right. Uh, you, uh, yeah, I, I can send you that. That's how wealthy I am that I don't even uh, I don't care until the following month. I guess I forgot because I. Oh no. Yep. I guess I did forget. Um. All right. So. Voyager. Be, I want. I just deleted Voyager because they never accepted my fucking my. my I mean, we got to take that on. Uh, that means you're broke. I'm not broke, but it, they sense you're broke, like in your mind. I mean, in the in the in the broader, they did they did the retina scan and they said, oh no, he's got a broke broke bitch mentality. Should I try Coinbase? No, that's for that's for the real fucking turds. Why wouldn't Voyager accept my fucking shit? I mean, Voyager's casual. If you wanted to get... You should study under Zach and get into, like, the decentralized exchanges that, like, fucking you got to, like... But you've got to use Ethereum to like you got to do an Ethereum burn of like seventy bucks to get your fucking five hundred dollar investment. The whole the whole fucking scam of it. I I I, I liked Zach's whole uh, uh, like uh, hanging out with like Korean philanthropists. That I wouldn't call them philanthropists. <laughs> I would call Criminals? them I would call them gangsters. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out with Korean gangsters and like. Who are going down on uh, on escorts at the fucking uh, what do you call them the karaoke bars? So they, everybody, I didn't know this, but the karaoke bars in Los Angeles turn into brothels Wait, after uh, dark. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I don't want oh, you to get oh, shot. All right, here. no no dry snitching. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We don't need to let people in on the. the all right, no dry no dry snitching, everybody. The, the uh, karaoke bars are karaoke bars. They're yeah, great. They're karaoke bars and nothing more. This is the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles that I really want to get into. Um, yeah, you just don't want me to blow it up so you can involve yourself. Right. Um. All right, everybody. Uh, you know those drivers are making a lot of money, but like, if if the laws change as they're proposing that they change, you driving a girl someplace is technically human trafficking, even if they're completely consenting in the act. So, like, if you were driving like nine girls to like on a party bus to like go blow some businessmen or whatever, you could get hit with a human trafficking charge that would send you to jail on a sex fucking crime for two decades. How fucking crazy is that? Even if even if the woman is of age, of age and completely consenting. That's what the laws are getting like super anti-sex worker right now. And the way that they're trying to do that is by jamming up the like the infrastructure, the men that drive the people, et cetera. Because then you're you are seen as pimping, even though really literally you could be somebody's fucking cucked out boyfriend driving them to suck a dick. You would I'll give you a ride. Yeah, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> but wait, I'm so glad we're friends. What if the, what if the woman is like I don't. I don't want to press charges. Like, who's the victim? No, no, no. It's the state presses charges. It's like getting hit at a uh, crosswalk. God. Yep. All right. I'm bananized now. Yeah. 
<laughs> destroy <laughs> topple the state. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Hit us that uh, give us some money. We're gonna do a video episode for you before Pat dips. Uh, hit that so we can invest in our in NFTs. Um, you, you get tons of bonus episodes. It's all good shit. Uh, at WP Timeline on Twitter, you go there. Uh, you can hit us up. You can tell us how we're evil or whatever, wrong. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, whatever. make it make yourself happy. Yeah, whatever, yeah, don't whatever, fucking matter. Whatever gets you off. Um, uh, what else? Uh, messages, phone messages, 205-509-9785. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We will, uh, you might get played on the show. Uh, you can hit us with whatever. You can ask a question. You can tell a story. We like the stories. Keep it under a minute, please. Keep yeah, we, we realize you're all fucking drunk, but like just do your best to stay germane. Yeah, just keep it. I would say forty-five seconds is the limit. Um, yeah, two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail dot com. Email us some shit. Uh, whatever, whatever it is, and you, you know, that's it. We'll we'll get at you next time. It is now twenty twenty four. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts.